We are live yet again this week. Thanks for hanging out. And, you know, Rob, we have a great show today. I mean, there's so much coming up. Everything from uh, the illegal knee in UFC that everybody's talking about. So we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that. Bare Knuckle Kingdom in Thailand. Everybody's talking about that as well. We'll shed some light on that. And Joe Elmore coming on, who's one half of our main event. I believe, what are we, like eight days away now? We are. Wow. Wow, man, it's going to be great. But before we get to that, I want to talk about how much I enjoyed hurting you last week. (laughs) How much I enjoyed putting you in a full Nelson. I know you didn't. So uh, apparently... You had to go to the doctor about this? Yeah. I, I didn't dude. believe this when you told me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, after after you roughed me up something nice and I tapped out about 45 times <laughs> and you weren't paying attention. Yeah. And people were like, no, 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 he's faking it. So, yeah, it's something, uh, something quirked in my neck. Obviously, I had an ice bag for the most part, but... Went to the chiropractor, and I'm not sure if we can get the uh, photos. You actually have it. the photos. Yeah, we have the, uh, I have the <laughs> x-rays. So, my neck is on the left, and a normal neck is on the right. And, yeah, so they're saying my neck has... Uh, whiplash or something. And Whip from little, full yeah. Nelson. I, I didn't know my power. Maybe I should just start, you know, if I ever get mugged or something, I'll throw him in a full Nelson. It'll be yeah. easy. So is today, my question is, first of all, I hope you're okay. I'm but doing much better. Thank you. I Rob. did enjoy it. And I think the chat enjoyed it as well. Please let us know if you enjoyed me putting Robin full Nelson and you'd see more beatings on Robin in the future. No, please, please thumbs down that. <laughs> but today, mm. uh, we're talking about the illegal knee first. So can I illegally knee you in the face before we start this segment? No, absolutely uh, not. Well, I, I, I didn't think so. I'd but have to get nose reconstruction. <laughs> UFC uh, over the weekend, we watched it. Uh, you saw it. And with the illegal knee that everybody's talking about, um, can you speak more on that? Wow. I mean, I mean, how do you even un- unravel that? So, yes, was he, the knee was illegal. Was he concussed? Yes. I don't think that's what the drama is about. The whole drama is the way that, you know, Sterling, his reaction in the ring and then his, I guess, behavior uh, immediately following, like an hour right after. But you're talking about re- reaction in the ring. And let's, yeah, let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, when I was watching, this is what I thought. I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, all right, this guy got knocked. We saw that knee. He got hit hard, and he was yeah, knocked man. senseless. He was obviously hit illegally. Yep. And um, I also heard that uh, apparently the corner in Russian was saying, you should knee him. That's why he need him. Uh, that was what I read online. Yeah, and I don't know why his corner would yeah, ever I can't, say that. That's, that's like bad that's info. A, yeah, that's, that's um, bad advice. But then I felt like <laughs> the fight, I know somebody told me there's some time and all, but I feel like they waited way too long, and they keep questioning the guy. Can you continue? Can you continue? No fighter from what I've seen is ever going to say, that they can't continue. The ref's going to have to call it. Quentin Henry did. Well, that, that was that was different. The guy had like... No, sure, but and, yeah, no, but, I get what you're saying. But he, he actually went on to continue, and then Quentin Henry, um, you know, gave it his all. But now this guy, uh, I thought it was interesting that they, they're asking him, and it was almost embarrassing because he's kind of not trying to say, I, I want to be done. And they keep asking him. The camera's up close. He's like, uh, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, and I, the, yeah. Out the lunch. The guy was out the lunch. Called the fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm so confused to that. I thought that if an illegal action took place, the referee would immediately stop it, right? not wait five minutes or give five-minute breaks. That might be the rules. But it, it really seemed confusing from the judge's standpoint, from the referee's standpoint. Now, obviously, the corners weren't sure what was going on. And uh, obviously, you know, Sterling is sitting there. Listen, if it's an illegal knee, I'm sure his corner is saying, hey, man, you know, do what you got to do. This is your belt now. I'll tell you what, uh, as a business decision, I mean, I don't think he should have gone on with that legal knee, especially with how concussions are and stuff mm-hmm. now. But as a businessman, I have no problem with what he did. He got hit illegally. If What, he's going to stand up after he got his bell rung, get knocked out and lose and not have any shots, or he can keep the title and get big money for a rematch now. It's brilliant. And, you know, hopefully he's okay. But you tend to think there's some more to this story, right? Well, yeah. So he's concussed. He's hurt. Yes. Leave it at that. Go home. Get some rest. You know, anyone that's been hit really hard, concussed, you know, or, or even, you know, put, sent to the hospital, relax, take a couple of days off. Now, after the fact, you know, his in-ring, uh, you know, his in-ring, for lack of a better term, antics, you know, crying, refuses to take the belt. You know, he doesn't want to win that way. You know, if, if that's if that's sincere, if that's truthful. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. But then the photos after the fact, you see that he, you know, he's cheering, he's pausing, he's, you know, he posing. Looks, but posing. let's oh, wait, you're going mm-hmm. before the photos even. He went and did the post-fight interview, didn't he? Because even Rogan was like, what? I got to interview this guy? No, Rogan doesn't like interview people when they're concussed. He doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. And then doesn't. they had him do it. And he was even like, what are we doing? I can't believe I just did that. And But hey, he wanted to. Yeah. Sterling wanted to, you know, voice his case and say, hey, this is, this is how I feel. Again, leading up to all that, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. It's what happened after the fact. 30 minutes, not even an hour later, he's... You know, he's, it's almost like he was champing for a, a fight with Henry Cejudo mm-hmm. and they were doing pose downs. Like, listen, if you're concussed, man, relax. Don't, you know, 
I think it crossed the line. Have yeah. you ever been concussed? I have a couple uh, times, uh, except last week. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been concussed numerous times. That's uh, I know I have, uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes it, they're different. One time concussion, you almost feel like he probably had the adrenaline from the fight going. You would think still, sure, uh, that's natural. Mm-hmm. But now he's concussed, and you're a little confused. You're almost sometimes when you're concussed, you almost feel like you're drunk or something. Not all the time, but sometimes. So maybe he had adrenaline. He was a little out of it and didn't even realize that. He shouldn't be doing like he probably was like, I'm a fighter. I'm fine. I'm he wants to ignore it. That's my thought. Maybe that's why he went out. Maybe he had an engagement to be out. Maybe he was having an after party. I mean, he had to be there because he's being paid. He didn't want to miss his money. And again, concussions, you must be careful with Absolutely. if he had one. So I find that a little a little weird, too. But I mean, if he's out, you said partying. Well, I mean, he's out with people posing. It looks like he was raising drinks. I could be 100 wow. percent wrong. You know, it could be taken from a, a, another time or another fight. Um, but. Yeah, if someone is concussed, if someone is hurt during the ring, you know, I, I think there should, you know, his team should get behind him and say, hey, listen, you need to relax and, you know, take a break. And, you know, all the the antics, as I say, and I don't mean that derogatory, could have been real. You know, if your bell's rung hard enough, you're not in the right state of mind, man. You know, crying and laying the belt down, he doesn't want to win that, that way. I'm sure he trained his ass off for this fight. And it was a great fight. It was a very competitive fight, and no one likes to see it go out that way. It was, again, post-fight, that's... You don't like that answer. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like what occurred. You know, you would think his coaches, like you said, and stuff would kind of almost chain him into a bedroom in the hotel or something (laughs) so he couldn't go out. We're going to talk to Joe Elmore later in the show, and it's funny because we'll talk about what his coaches do to him and and how they get him ready, and they're Mm -hmm. on top of him. So you would think being a a huge UFC fighter, they would be on top of him. So who knows? Who knows? But I do know that we have a lot of other stuff today, and a lot of other people talking, aside from that show, the UFC show, a lot of people talking about Bare Knuckle Kingdom, which we had on the app. Um, Bare Knuckle Kingdom... I thought fight wise was a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's mixed emotions. What were your emotions on Bare sure. Knuckle Kingdom? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna slice it very honest, man. There was a whole boatload of comments that were on social media, like you know, what is this? And uh, I think a lot of people were confused. So Bare Knuckle Kingdom um, is its own promotion. You know, they do events. The promoter to that does a variety of different events. Um, the fights were absolutely amazing, as you said. I Great. think the pr- the production isn't BKFC because it's not BKFC, and it's you know it's I think it's you know different let's, concept. Let's talk about it. I want to mm-hmm. examine that a little bit because I pe- think people are confused. I think people think that that was a bare, BKFC event, like in Thailand. Mm-hmm. It, it was a Bare Knuckle Kingdom One event where we carried it on the app. It's not part of Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. What we're doing is just adding more content on the app. So look, there's going to be stuff on the app that you absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Me too. Even working here, there's gonna be stuff that I love and stuff that I hate, and stuff that I dislike. So you're going to watch what you want, but we're just trying to provide uh, something for everyone. And, and some people did like it. They loved the fights, like you said. I was pissed off because I couldn't be there. I mean, the atmosphere, if you saw on those pictures, it was a beautiful, beautiful area in Thailand. John Nutt, uh, I guess we could say he's a little over the top as the ring announcer, um, but it, it had a, an interesting feel to it, Rob. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to just read one of the comments right now. Chris Darren, the, the announcer of Bare Knuckle Kingdom was shit, so... Um, that's his opinion on it. So that, um, is that the announcer? Is he talking about the commentator or who's he talking about? Yeah. So I think he's talking about John Nutt, the, the announcer, who's a very colorful commentator. It's mm-hmm. different. It's not BKFC. Not it's for not everybody. Boxing. It's, it's, it's something totally different. Um, you know, that's something that, you know, hopefully moving forward, um, you know, there will be mu- more communication. So our fans understand what that product is, what it is not. So there is no, you know, uh, hey, you know, what are you guys doing? I mean, he's it's a wild dude, man. John, <laughs> John, John a wild guy, he's man. got well, he does fight circus, right? It's yeah, called too, and dude, they, they do all a- kinds. I saw the the promos that like three versus one, two versus one, all these gimmicky things, which is interesting to me. I mean, I would check it out, but um, again, bare knuckle kingdom. I think in the future, what we learn from this event to be transparent, because that's mm-hmm. what we always are here at BKFC, um, that we are going to look at the production to make sure the production is better, and we have a certain standard that we want as a professional organization. Mm. And I think if that fight would have been broadcast more with our standards, there wouldn't be as much uh, blowback on it. But I yeah, do think I'm, the people that liked it, liked it again, good fights. Yeah, we the don't fights want to take, are amazing, man. From the fighters, we can't take it. get polished away. up. The next one will be even better. And it, uh, yeah, there was, there's some, uh, the one knockout was insane. I mean, look, we're showing it right now. Look, and look at the, look at the beautiful background too. I keep looking yeah, at it that. Doesn't, it doesn't get any better than, than being <laughs> Oh, Why don't we get to go down Thailand. there to Thailand and work that? Yeah, I, I missed that call. <laughs> Me too. So there's, oh, ooh, you can there see. There it is. There it is. He's down. Overhand right. I'm not going to lie, man. Some of these some of these fighters can step right into BKFC and give you know some of our top guys a run for their money, no doubt. 
I mean, you have such you have so many people. Muay Thai in Thailand, it's it's so huge. And some of these guys making their debut in bare knuckle, and they looked amazing. It, it was cool. It was cool to see that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. the production was different. They had a little more like rap music. They had more. They, they, everything was different production wise, which was interesting too. Look at that, man. Yeah, what a what a great fight. That's when I see that I don't want to be in Thailand because I don't want to get hit <laughs> like that. I mean, I'll watch. It'll be good. Uh, any any more comments before we button up the Thailand thing? I mean, I, I think Bare Knuckle Kingdom Two. We're gonna do another one. You're gonna see improvements on it. It's gonna be, uh, I think, even better. Not only great fights, but production wise. I mean, that's fair to say. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to that. See Me what too. happens and what else we have on the app. There's tons of stuff on the app, including we actually have a face off between Joe Elmore and Leonard Garcia that we just did the other day because we have that event coming up in about eight days for BKFC 16. Now Joe's gonna be joining us on the show in about. Uh, 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes. We'll be talking to him. Somebody just wrote in the chat. He's a future hall of famer, uh, Joe Elmore. Uh, I enjoy watching Joe, the Hitman Elmore fight. It's, it's going to be interesting. He's always fun. He's like a, a lawnmower. You pull the rip cord and yep. watch him go. I mean, he's, he's going to be fun to bring on later on the show. And I'm looking forward to that. Do you have any like burning questions for Joe? I have a few. Yeah. That guy's exciting, man. I want to know where he gets his energy from. Like, <laughs> like his, his passion is like second to none. If it was, you know, WWE, he reminds me of like the ultimate warrior. He might as well come running to the ring. And when he comes in there, he swings to the fences. He does. He it's doesn't exciting. stop. He comes at you. He'll take shots to give shots. Mm-hmm. He must be hopped up on like two cases of tiger life when he comes out <laughs> there, man, because it, it's insane. And he's so, such a colorful character. And we'll talk more about that. And so maybe we'll find out. I don't even know much of his background. I believe he did MMA. I want to find mm-hmm. out more about that. And again, any questions you have in the chat, please drop them in there. And then we can ask him those questions as well. Uh, it's interesting to me too, that Tom Schof, who if you remember, Elmore went a uh, five rounder with and, and ended up winning, but Elmore's face mm-hmm. was just destroyed in that fight. Um, he's actually training with Leonard Garcia, who I was talking to yesterday. Is he? So he's down there helping Leonard Garcia out. We're gonna, wow. I, don't, I don't know if Joe even knows that. We'll talk to him about that as well. You're giving him the secrets, man. Yeah, that's that, like that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's Rocky Three right there. Apollo Creed helping <laughs> out Rocky III. to fight. Uh, it is Rocky Three. I mean, the show fight, if you look at the show fight, it was interesting with Joe Elmore. Because, no, sticking his chin out there, dude. He just took that shot, man. Well, I... If there, if you look, we're going to show part of the fight. I'm sure in a minute. But if you're, if you're looking at the fight, it, it, I said this to Tom yesterday. It was almost when Tom would get knocked down by Joe. Mm-hmm. Tom would have this look of frustration on his face, mm-hmm. like "son of a bitch, he got me again." And yeah. I, I don't want him to get me. Like he like would shake his head. So I mean, Tom just I guess couldn't find what he needed. And and with the scoring and everything, it was different. And Tom spoke on that yesterday too. He said, you know, no one has the key to beating anyone, but I have hits and uh, hints and tips that I can give to Leonard. And it was so nice that Leonard invited me uh, down here. And you know, he said they had met before and they became friendly and they, they really vibed. And he got the call from Leonard. He said I was going to call Leonard. So shows down there, and who knows? Maybe Leonard will show up with a mustache. The be- maybe you now, who knows? That's part of the training. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. But if you're, I mean, look at this. Watch, you can see me shakes yep. his head. He's just, yep. just, right there. Shof's like, oh, he got me again. Jeez, come on, man. And, and Shof's like, I have to find the key to beat this guy. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking when I was watching this. And he, he's like, why does this guy keep getting me? It, it was frustrating. And, frustrating. and, and Shof was hitting him with everything, even the, you know, the kitchen sink, man. For five rounds, he's just beating on this dude and just non, he's just, you know, it's about as hardcore as it gets. He was just moving forward throughout the entire fight nonstop. And that's got to be, that's got to be defeating. It's just, you know, wailing at your opponent and they're still coming forward. They're still bloody and there's no quitting that dude, dude man. Elmore's you gotta love like it. the Terminator. Gotta love it. He's like the Terminator. He's just mm-hmm. going to keep coming at you. And, and he knows it. We've talked about it before. He's never been knocked out by a punch. He said, matter of fact, if you can search the internet, he always says this and find a clip of being knocked out. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a thousand bucks. So good luck. Uh, also, there was a point in the fight, and, and I don't know if we can find it. I don't know if it was even on TV. This might be it. When he went to the doctor, the doctor was going to call it. Joey told me this. The doctor was kept saying, right here. I don't know if this is the one. Hold on. What round is this? Is this that we're in here? I think that there was times when he had to keep going to the doctor to get checked. And Joe was saying to the doctor, I don't know if they called it on mic, don't take this effing fight away from me. I'm fine. And there's one mm-hmm. point where he throws his arms up in the air and stuff. And, and Joe is a very honorable fighter from what I can see. Like, you think he's a madman, mm-hmm. but... I, He's, he's very honorable. You can see the way he, he treats the other fighters with respect, but he's, going, he's coming in there to eat their lunch. He's coming in there to take care of them. Uh, and I, th- I, think that, I think that it would behoove Shove to fight a little lighter than 165 here, too. Look at that. Joe tasting his own yeah, blood. Yeah, I think he's... Mo- I, I, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Joe just tasted his own blood. This is the guy we're interviewing. How could you miss this? You know what I mean? That was incredible. And this is, this is, the, type of, this is the type of fight that earns fans and earns respect, man. I mean, both respect was earned to both fighters. Oh yeah. Tom Schof, you know, in the chat, 
in the comments, people are saying Shof needs to fight Tyler Goodjohn. I'd like that. I and, and to your point of the weight, I thought that Shof's natural weight was 165. Apparently, he's been moving up to fight opponents, and his real weight's like 155, 145. Yeah, so I talked to Tom yesterday because uh, he's down there training with Leonard, and one of the things he said is that he walks around, like you said, at 165. Mm-hmm. He was looking to fight a little lighter. So, I mean, we'll see where that goes, but I wouldn't mind seeing him and Tyler. I mean, I, that might be a good fight for Tyler uh, uh, in the future. I'd, I'd watch that. Yeah, that would be a barn burner, That'd man. Be that, and I'd, I'd love to, again, you know, if Tom's not comfortable at 165, which I completely understand, I'd love to see him run this back, man. All right. And on top of that, uh, we didn't talk about this. I know we've said in the past, but if people are just tuning in, this fight here, what you might not have seen uh, behind the scenes was that Joe actually bit a piece of his tongue off during this fight. He said he was going for an uppercut, he told me, and he kind of bit down when he did it. Or he's going for, I'm sorry, a, a right, I think. And he bit down when he was doing it, like, like bite on his mouthpiece. And I think Tom uppercut him, gave him an uppercut, and he bit a piece of his tongue off. Mm. And he also had a piece of his head. This Leonard was talking about this. Uh. He was pushing it back in. Then this guy's out hanging out with the fans. Joe Elmore is a man of the people. And Leonard Garcia, you know, again, we're going to talk about this Where a little bit later. Where do we find these people at, man? We got to get the matchmaker on. We got to get Nate Shook on this podcast, dude. Because he really finds, like, you know, some of the most savage people in the world, dude. He these, does. These guys are on a whole other level. You man. know, the first time I saw Joe fight first against Will Chope, was that a first or I think it was a first round knockout pretty quick. Yeah. And... I remember seeing him, and that was my first event with BKFC. And I remember getting a text from my friend that said, all it said was, Joe Elmore, exclamation point. And I said, after the fight, I said, I thought the same way. That guy has such charisma. He's a wild man. He wants to win, and he'll do anything to win. So I'm really excited for the BKFC main event coming up against a legend like Leonard Bad Boy Garcia, who respects Joe. He said he even fears mm-hmm. Joe a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, their, their, their fighting styles are so very similar, man. If that oh. if that fight gets out of the second round, I, you know, I think it will even be ended in the first. I'd be really surprised. It's two trains colliding, and, and yeah. they're not... I mean, obviously, um, Garcia said he was looking for the KO. Uh, you, mm-hmm. A lot of times going there, you're looking for the KO, but I don't think, I don't think Joe's going to let him have that KO. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, I think we should move on. I, I think, Joe, that's going to be exciting. So what, we're about uh, 25 minutes away from Joe right now. Um, We'll look forward to talking to him. But this is a new segment we started last week, which I'm a big fan of. I know you are, too. We're calling it the knockout of the week. (laughs) Where's my visual? The knockout of the week. (laughs) Try it again. The knockout of the week. There it is. There it is. There it is. It should be knockouts because we have three. We have your pick. We have my pick. And then we have the fans pick. Yeah, yeah. We love love hearing from the fans. Let's start with my pick. Um, Okay. I don't know if anyone's seen this online. I laughed for like 25 minutes at this. I must have rewatched it 100 times. Step away from the mic, man. This is ridiculous. It's bad. You get nervous. You get nervous (laughs) being a broadcaster when you see this. Look, watch the wall fall on this guy. Here we go. This is ESPN. Ooh! Oh, my God. Dude, that's insane. How did he not die? And we'll talk about I found out what happened. Can we slow-mo that? Guys in the truck, can we slow-mo that? I want to see that in slow-mo. That would be great to see in slow-mo. Here we go. Look at that. Boom. So he gets hit in the back, and he smashes his face. He's dead. That's bad. And so I don't speak Spanish. I have no clue what they were saying on this. I have no clue. The comments were all in Spanish. My wife speaks Spanish. I had her go through everything. And she said almost all the comments were saying, like, oh, my God, is he dead? (laughs) Is he okay? Uh, And then they said he's actually okay. He's perfect shape. Nothing bad, but man, I've been a broadcaster for what almost twenty years, and I've never had anything fall on my head or fall on me. I don't know how I react to that. I mean, yeah, I, I could see like a couple of things falling on set, man, but a whole damn wall—that's yeah, man. That's a, that's an amazing knockout <laughs> of the week, Brian. I bet you, I bet you the guy got fired who was putting up the set there. I mean, that's—I would hope so, dude. How you does that even happen, somebody, man? So I started thinking about it though, Rob. Do you think maybe there's somebody who doesn't get along with him on the show? So they went behind the set, and maybe they gave it a little, a little shove just a to little, kind of teach him a lesson. A little push, man. Yeah, maybe an intern is upset with the way he's being treated or something. Yeah. That would be good. Has to get coffee too much. <laughs> That's right. Here's your extra sugar, you son of a yeah. bitch. Ah! All right, let's move on. Uh, knockout of the week for you. What do you have, man? Oh, man. Here we go. All right. I hate talking politics, Brian. Ooh. I really do. I really, I really don't, man. But, you know, there's... It, uh, is this politics? All right. I, I mean, don't know. It is. Maybe, Some people maybe say not. It is. So it looks like that... Pepe Le Pew has been canceled. Mm-hmm. So knockout of the week, my knockout of the week is Pepe Le Pew is removed from Space Jam 2. So there's, there's, there's chatter on the internet and uh, man, I don't even know how to unwrap this really quickly, but I think we just need to pause a little bit and, and take a step back and say, you know, where's our focus at? I understand that, you know, there's some things that happened in the past and there's, you know, characters that might not be 
uh, appropriate. But um, why is Pepe Le Pew not? I mean, I know, but for pe- younger mm-hmm. listeners that might not be privy to this, well, why let would me he pause not real fast. I'm glad he was knocked out because I think he was a terrible cartoon. I'm an Animaniacs really? fan. I look at Animaniacs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or you know, or Daffy Duck was you know Daffy Duck was. Old Daffy Duck was all wild and crazy. Yeah. That's my that's my personality. I never liked Peppy the Pew. I can so tell. I'm happy that he's I'm happy that he's quote unquote canceled, right? Because I don't like wow. him as a, a a cartoon. But come on, Rob. I think I think the rationale behind not having him is just a you know, I I, I think we're going in a strange direction let's, with this. Let's cancels. see it. Let's talk about this mm-hmm. with the cancel culture. So with Peppy the Pew being canceled, whether you like him as a cartoon character, I mean, I, I respect your opinion, but that that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that from what I can see. They're saying it's the old baby, it's cold outside, why they canceled that, mm-hmm. it, 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 that he's not taking no for an answer. When I was a kid, let's transition back to that. Yep. When I was a child and watched Pepe Le Pew, I never thought about him not taking no for an answer. And I think a big part of that was my parents, too. They would describe, you know, they, they would tell me, that's not bad. He's just trying, should we cancel Saved by the Bell? Because Screech doesn't take no for an answer from Lisa. And that's what I mean. You, you could go Where down. Do you stop you, it? Yeah, you can go down this road all day. So if you're taking your life advice from a cartoon and you're mimicking a cartoon, you know, that's scary. You know, you, you need to take a step back as a parent, as an you know educator and say, okay, if, if you're showing your children cartoons and they're supposed to be learning life lessons strictly and exclusively from that, where does it, you know, where does it end? Let's talk about the music. Let's talk about the video games. And you know, well, you can go down that path all day long, yeah, which that, I never will. Cause I, I think yeah, it's ridiculous. I and that's what I mean. I'm like that, that knockout of the week is, you know, it's a great, the, no, the, it's a great pick for knockout of the week, but it, it, it annoys me too because again, where does this stop? Yeah. I respect everybody's opinion. I'll listen to anybody. That's mm-hmm. what makes the world go round. Yeah. But where does this stop? Again, we had the baby. It's cold outside. That's been going on for a couple of years. Great song, by the way. I used yeah. to be on the radio. And I loved playing that song. Uh, also, really can't the stay. the Pepe the Pepe Le Pew thing. I have producers singing in my ear right now. They really can't <laughs> stay. I wish I would do that live on the on the air here. Um, everything. What else is going to come? What else? You know, I was looking at um, when they canceled Dr. Seuss, the, the things on Dr. Seuss uh, recently. And I was watching, um, I'm not going to get into it, but I was watching yeah. Curious George with my son. And I thought to myself, wow, I don't believe this, but people can twist anything in any way they want to. That's sure. the problem. And how do we stop that? How do we combat that? Uh, what do you think should be canceled? Let us know in the chat. That'd be great. I, I, yeah, I, do you think he should have been canceled? Yeah. Do you think that? I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Thank you, Ruff, for wiping no, that up. No, I mean, that, that. also, is there anything out there that's like ridiculously glaring that needs to be Yeah, that's the revisited? thing. I, I feel like they go after things that don't always really need. They, they put the spotlight on to make them worse than they are. Sure. When there's a lot of stuff out there that should be canceled. Like, it, it, go after the stuff that matters. And who am I to say? Maybe that matters to somebody else. I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. I'd have no problem with my son or my daughter watching Pepe Le Pew. Uh, and you know why? Cause it starts at home and I would describe to them and if they had questions, but mm-hmm. look, kids don't think about that stuff. They're just watching a cartoon. They don't yeah. know. Ah, we, we, no, what did Pepe Le Pew's to say? <laughs> he used to say something like, oh, I can't remember now. Uh, uh-huh. It was it? Uh-huh. I think that was it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have my soundboard. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if anything, learn from it that Pepe Le Pew was a moron because he, <laughs> he thought the cat was a skunk. So and he never got idiot. the girl, ever. So that's what you should learn. Don't be like the dumb skunk. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's a great lesson. I'm going to teach my yeah, kids that lesson. There you go. So let's talk All now. Right. I love when the fans, when the fans send in, and we encourage this, the fans send in their knockout of the week. And this is a great one. It comes from, I have his name here. I have to read it. Hold on. I want to make sure I get it right. It's on screen, right? Yeah, John M. from uh, Idaho. Ali Frazier. Big anniversary, man. Big anniversary for them. And 50th year, man. Can you believe that? It's been 50 years. I mean, I wasn't alive. You weren't alive. But no. we've seen the tapes. We, we've seen uh, how, how big of a fight that was. And as we were talking before we went on the air, we are saying that that was the one that started the, um, the trilogy off that the everyone mo- talks about. The most about. anticipated fight of all time. You have two undefeated heavyweights. Smoke and Joe Frazier. Philly boy. The, yeah. City of brotherly love. Um, taking the win. 15-round unanimous decision, which, you know, transitioned into a trilogy between them and... Two of the greatest heavyweight boxers of all times and one of the greatest fighters of all times, Muhammad Ali. Oh, which, yeah. You know, if you want to start a you want to start an Internet war, you know, uh, someone in our uh, production team doesn't believe that Muhammad Ali is the best fighter of all time. I'll leave his name out of it. Who does he believe is the best fighter of all time? Out of curiosity, I'm curious. That's a, that's a great Did question. Did you ever talk about that nah, one? No. Nah, because, I mean, Ali, uh, uh, that's, the, that's the easy one. Like, he's the greatest yeah. fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what everybody... That's what it's we've the been, LeBron James-Michael Jordan argument. You well, know, I'll go Michael Jordan all day for that. But that's just <laughs> me. You, that's me. 23, 45, whatever number he wears, I'm in. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because I also was uh, watching an interview recently with uh, Joe Frazier's daughter, and she was mm-hmm. saying how they were actually really good friends with a lot of respect. And uh, I believe Joe lent 
in their earlier years, lent them money or something, and they were friendly, and they didn't show that, um, which that's fine because we didn't want to see that at the time. But it's nice afterwards to find out there wasn't that much bad blood there. That's yeah. what she was saying. I, M- Muhammad Ali was a genius, man. He sparked careers and... You know, everything from Ric Flair to Woo. Conor McGregor. Everybody Without took cues yeah. from Muhammad Ali. And what, a, what, a, what an amazing athlete he you was. You know, I think it's interesting when I talk to fighters and we talk about marketing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And some of them really understand the importance of not being Muhammad Ali, but mm-hmm. being a marketer. Uh, Chris Lieben mentioned that, how, how important that is to me one time. And, and I concur with that because some fighters, they just want to fight. They don't want to market. And I respect yeah. that. But if you market yourself, you'll fight and make more money, most likely. It betters your chances. That's my opinion. Sure. I, I, I believe that to be true. And if you have the Mike Tyson mentality, dude, where you're just knocking everybody out first round, you know, that kind of speaks to itself. And then you get into, like, who is Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> I could just watch his YouTube clips all day from back in the day. Yeah, when he, he's all. Awesome. Well, all his comments but. and quotes. So we have other good stuff coming up, as you've seen on the screen throughout the show. Joe Elmore, he's going to be on with us in about, I'm going to say about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Uh, we'll get him on. We also, in a moment here, are going to revisit a fight that was awesome from BKFC 4. It was Julian Lane versus Joe Elmore. We're going to do a reaction to that, aren't we? But the fans are going to watch it live? I'm sorry, I said Leonard Garcia. Leonard I'm thinking Garcia. of Joe. Versus Leonard Garcia. And, and I think that... Um, we're going to react to it, and we're, we're going to look at it. We're all going to watch it together, and we want to invite you in the comments section, too, to react to it as well. Again, Leonard Garcia coming up, taking on Julian Lane, and it was a two-rounder, and it was a good fight, man. I enjoyed it. So it's going to be fun to rewatch that again in a couple minutes. Um, before we get to that, I think, I think we're going to take a break here. Oh, we didn't ask. Which, <laughs> I'm way off here. What's your KO of the week? Thank God for these producers. Uh, you can always email us your KO of the week. We got so excited talking about Muhammad Ali and everything that we forgot. We love seeing what you have. It doesn't have to be sports. It can be like a Pepe Le Pew thing. And we'd love to put it on here and give you a shout out as well because we love hearing from you. So always you can email that if you come up with any knockouts of the week or anything cool like that. We'd like to hear more from you. Um, again, Julian Lane, Leonard Garcia coming up, uh, watch along reaction video. We're all going to watch together here in a minute. And, uh, then we're going to talk to Joe Elmore, who's fighting Leonard Garcia coming up in about eight days on BKFC 16. I'm looking forward to that, Rob. We start talking about Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali who and who would win, win in a bare knuckle fight. I'm going to say, I'm going to go right out just off my top of my head. We mm-hmm. weren't really arguing. This just came up, but yep. I say Mike Tyson. I mean, Muhammad Ali is smooth. He can move around and stuff and he's good at what he does. He's one of the greatest or the greatest. But Mike Tyson, you know, off the scratch line, off the toe line, when they toe the line, knuckle up. If he catches you with that first punch, man, a Mike Tyson style punch. Yeah, Mike Tyson. That's that's I murder. Want it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's murder. Yeah, my my immediate reaction is Mike Tyson is the guy to go to. But but if it gets past the first round, you know, Muhammad Ali, his movement, his head movement, his Great. elusiveness, his jab. I mean, he can keep he can keep Tyson at, at bay all day long, man. I think I think as the rounds have progressed, you're correct. I think mm-hmm. that Tyson's going to win earlier if he can't get it early in the bare knuckle fight against Muhammad Ali, the fantasy fight we're talking about sure. here. Um, then he probably wouldn't win because you know how good uh, Muhammad Ali Cassius Clay was it moving around the ring. That would be an awesome fight. I wish we could see that. I think at one point we we did offer Mike. I think I can remember that a it bunch of money to do a yeah do a bare knuckle. There was some t- Any chance that's ever going to happen? Do you and- think? Um, I don't know. To be honest, I, I don't think so. And the reason why I say that is Mike Tyson came out publicly to say he didn't even want to box anymore. Yeah. You know, like old style Mike Tyson boxing. The training is very strenuous. Going into, you know, their exhibition between him and Roy Jones Jr., he was comfortable with it. He was comfortable with the shots he took. He was comfortable in the shots he was, uh, you know, given to Roy as well. And I think he's very cognizant of, you know, at that age, hitting each other in the head, nothing good comes out of that. So You're right, but here's another question. When you look at Tyson, I mean, he's got such a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, good and bad, but in the boxing world, just yep. look at his boxing career. He's got, what a legacy. So if he did come to bare knuckle and he wasn't ready as he thought he was, he's a bad dude, Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. but like, you know, catches a shot, goes down, gets knocked out first, second round. Um, what does that do for his legacy? Do you think that would affect it? you think people would care? you think it would just kind of be a blip because he's Mike Tyson? No, I don't, I don't think it would take away from his legacy at all. You think I he'd think- be worried about that? Maybe that's why he wouldn't take the fight? Yeah. Because no, no fighter wants to leave losing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, we talked about this before. We talked about our fighters actually hungry anymore, right? Some, yeah. And, you know, what, what takes that hunger, what takes that fire away from them? You know, and I think a report just came out that Conor McGregor sold his shares of his whiskey for like $152 million. That's sick. I mean, big shout out to him, man. Great businessman. All, all, awesome fighter. But I said it before, I think the fire is gone. I don't think he's as hungry as he is. And, you know, to the Mike Tyson point, I think his his hunger is, you know, 
is gone. You know? Well, I don't know if it's just his hunger. I think his, I hate to say this, but like his mentality uh, and the way he used to train back in the day or even just behave. I mean, it wasn't like a normal person. And that's why you would watch Mike Tyson because he was so crazy and you knew it was going to be a spectacle. You knew it was going to be a show. And Mike has definitely melted, which is good for Mike. I mean, he's not a pro pro fighter anymore. He's always mm-hmm. going to be a former pro fighter, mm-hmm. but good for Mike to mellow as he gets older. I mean, you don't want to see a guy walking around. I do want to see a guy walking around being crazy, but for his life, out of sure. respect, you want to see him mellow down a little bit and chill out. So uh, I guess in the comments section too, it'd be great. Uh, let us know. Bare knuckle fight. Tyson versus Ali, the fantasy fight. Who you got? We'd like to read that. Let in their prime, in their prime. Yeah, in their prime. We should say that as well, in their prime. Uh, Joe Elmore's coming up in a couple minutes. We'll be talking to him in about, I'd say, mm, 10 minutes or so, under 10 minutes, hopefully. Um, we talked about this fight, BKFC 4. It was Julian Lane taking on Leonard Garcia. By the way, Leonard Garcia taking on Joe Elmore. The and, main event. Yeah, I can't believe that. BKFC 16, just eight days away. It's on the BK TV app, bkfc.com. If for some reason you don't have it yet, grab it. It's going to be a hell of a fight. Hell, I'm, I'm pretty pumped up. Yeah, it's going to be a barn burner. But right here and now, we like to give you like free content. If you don't subscribe to the app, again, you can do that at bkfc.com. But this is one of the many things you'll see on the app. Uh, this is a fight from BKFC 4. Julian Lane taking on Leonard Garcia. And let's just see what Leonard Garcia looks like. He, I know he's fought twice uh, mm-hmm. in BKFC. He's lost once, won once. He's 50-50 where Joe's undefeated. So let's just take a look. We'll watch along and we'll make some comments as we watch it all together. And we, we hope you make comments too in the comment section. What do you think of this fight as we're going along? Uh, we'd love to read them as well. Let's roll the fight and see what's going on with that and, and check it out. I'm pretty excited about the yeah, fight. Man, I'm the excited to watch this, man. Let's rock and roll. Here we go. Oh, we didn't even hear the knuckle up. All right, ding, here we go. We're in there. We joined in progress. And I mean, this was at BKFC 4, as I said, Rob, uh, which was in Cancun. Yep. And this is uh, both of their debuts, if I'm not mistaken, both of them. And in Cancun, uh, I, I believe it was the, the first outdoor show that, uh, first and only, that we've done. And I always wonder, I'd like to ask Joe this when he comes on in a couple minutes. Joe, I'm more coming on in, in a couple minutes, as we said earlier. I'd like to know from Joe. What a shot. It, what oh! a shot. Down goes Garcia. Jeez. I was watching this live. I wasn't in Cancun for the event, but I was watching this live. I was like, that's it. It's over. But that's Garcia. He's going to take a shot, fall, get back up. But that's Elmore, too. I what know, are these man. two going to do to each other? It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Like, look at these guys. And Julian Lane, I have a deep respect for him, too. He's incredible. Look at that. Now, Julian. <laughs> so one down, back the other down. Back and forth, man. This is, this is a great fight. This is what I, I, I feel like Elmore, as good as this is already, I feel like Elmore and Garcia, we're going to see that. It's going to be back and forth. Uh, Let me bang, bro. Let me bang. Well, they're going to be banging coming up in eight days, man. Now, if if you look at this, not only being outside, but I always wonder this for fighters. Is it harder to fight outside? Like even in Thailand Mm -hmm. at Bare Knuckle Kingdom, they're outside. It's extremely hot out there, depending on the weather. Is that an adjustment to fight outside? I'd love to know that from a fighter because this one was outside, like I said. Yeah, this is the the, the first and to this point, the, the only event that we had outdoors. Yeah, definitely. Oh, look at that. Look at that shot, dude. He just took it. For the record, I'd be down after one hit. These guys are warriors, man. I mean, that's just Garcia, man. Garcia has been like this since his WEC days. And that's what made him such an amazing, exciting fighter. He's just, you know, throwing caution to the wind, given everything he has. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is nonstop. I mean, look, oh, oh look man! Now, right, now look, even Joe, right? But, I, and that's dude. And I, I think the the biggest, the biggest, and the hardest transition for MMA fighters coming into BKFC or even actually going into boxing is a boxer's mentality when being knocked down is to take a knee. Yeah, get the ten count. You know, to get your ten count, or excuse me, not your ten count. Get get the nine count. And you know, take a break. Take a take some uh take some time to get some oxygen. Yeah. Shake cobwebs out. Bare knuckle moves so much faster it than does. boxing does. As you can see, if this is your first time tuning in, I mean, five two-minute rounds. A lot of people say, like, that are coming from other organizations, other places, they can't believe how quick it goes. Yeah, and in between rounds with the round, uh, you know, Excuse what me, not your 10 so. count. Get the nine count. Look at that. Look at these guys. are just, just throwing. I mean, I know I keep saying it, Rob, but I'm really serious about this. I can't wait to see these two uh, Garcia and Elmore throw coming up. I mean, yeah, these guys. I, I, I thought I thought Julian Lane was going to take this, and then his first round knockout, and then right there, there it Boom. is, that right see his shot. Legs, see legs. Oh, yeah, here oh, goes Garcia. Four, Go, he's going five. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> he five was punching so hard, he even shots. went down. He even lost. He was he was going again. So hard. He got right up though. Take a knee. Get the nine count. 
try to collect yourself a little bit. And I think that's the difference between Julian Lane fight one and then his fight with Alves. He, he looked like a totally different, different fighter. I agree. And I'm excited to see what Garcia is bringing to the table because he's training with Tom Tom Shove. Yeah. Yeah, Garcia. And we'll talk to, uh, I don't know if Joe Elmore even knows that if you're just tuning in. They've been training. I was talking to Leonard Garcia yesterday. Tom Shove has been down there training with him, giving him little tips, what to look out for. Um, so that's going to be interesting because Shove's the guy you want to hear from after that five rounder with uh, Elmore. I mean, that's yeah. it. And there you go. The winner, is that going to look like that against Joe Elmore? Is this going to be the ending? Or are we going to see this? Is it going to be Bad Boy Garcia uh, getting the W, man? We're going to find out. I know he said that uh, he's very excited to fight. Mm-hmm. He's proud to be here at PKFC, he was telling me. And he said that uh, some of the stuff with Joe, such as like Joe punching himself in the head, mm-hmm. he's made a comment, something like, um, if he's willing to do that to himself, like, what would he do to me? That's, that's the mentality Garcia's taking. And you can see the face-to-face we did with uh, Leonard Garcia and also with uh, Joe Elmore. It's on the app. If you don't subscribe to the app, bkfc.com. Go check it out. Tons of content on there. Matter of fact, from that Cancun show we were just showing with Julian Lane and um, Leonard Garcia, there even was a, a great documentary done there called Knuckle Up. That's on the app, too. I mean, yep. if you haven't seen that yet, it's insanely awesome. So check it out, bkfc.com for more. Joe Elmore is going to be coming on in a few minutes. I know they're getting him ready to, to be on at any moment. Um, let's talk more about, I, I saw one of the fans what? questions. What questions do the fans have for Joe? Cause I'm going to, I'll toss, I'll toss a fan question to Joe. <laughs> Just let me know in the comments below. What do you want to ask him? What do you want to hear? I saw one person asked, Hey Joe, do you have any great, um, uh, bar fight, you know, oh. uh, stories? I bet you uh, back in the day, Joe Elmore's a good guy. You know, when you, Elmore's a nice guy, when you talk to him, mm-hmm. he loves the fans and all, but I feel like Joe goes, like that, and he's mm-hmm. ready to go. I don't think he looks for a fight, but I, I, if anybody was foolish enough, to, yeah, if anyone was <laughs> foolish enough to challenge Joe Elmore at a bar, good luck to you. Yeah, not me, dude. No not chance. me. So we have a giveaway. Uh, also, before we get to Joe Elmore in just a couple minutes, he's getting ready to come on. The producer's getting ready. So what are we giving away today, Rob? Boom, we my, got it's like my two, Vanna White. Yeah, two amazing bare knuckle fighting championship hats. We have one in nice cream, and I really like this, man. I, I, the cream's cool and all, but I'm I'm really down with the gray Heather Gray style bare knuckle with the logo. What kind of gray? Heather Gray, I believe. No, I don't it know. Is. I'm asking you. I, I didn't know, know Heather Gray even is. You're, you're a yeah, fashionista it's, it's, it's over a, there. It's a form, man. I used to work at Macy's when I was. 16. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. That's how he knows. <laughs> Look, check Dress it out. shirts they're, and ties, and man. they're fitted too. If you're wondering, because I'm a fitted guy. I like yep. the snapbacks, but I, I'd rather do fitted a lot of times. So these are really nice hats. The, the the cream one and the, the what gray? The heather gray? The heather gray. Ooh, he's holding the heather gray one. Gray. I like Distress this gray. It's really cool. Um, so we're going to give these out. How are we going to do it, Rob? What do you want right. to do? Um, let us do a giveaway. In the comments section, something like that. We can do the best Joe Elmore question, the one we ask. Yeah. We, yeah. Give, we give a way to drop, that. Drop, drop your uh, question below. If we pick it, we're going to hook you up with a brand new BKFC hat. And all you have to do is DM us your contact information. Yeah, and we'll take care of you. Yep. We'll take care of you if you have the, one of the good questions that we use. Um, also, you know, you can buy this stuff at bareknuckleshop.com. You see it at the bottom of the screen. And I, I really believe that Bare Knuckle is some of the coolest uh, merch out there. I mean, constantly. I know the merchandise department constantly cranking out cool stuff, being innovative. So we're excited about that. Again, buy your stuff, bareknuckleshop.com. I actually, I've worked for places before where I'm almost slightly embarrassed to wear their hats or their t-shirts because they're so corny. Here, here I'm like pumped. I'm like, I got a whole wardrobe. I walk out. And what's interesting now is when you wear the bare knuckle stuff on the street, you're seeing more and more people on the planes. They're coming up to you and they're saying, oh, we know. Oh, we've heard about you. It's really cool, man, because you feel, you feel, you can feel the, the product growing more and more. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. I, uh, I was at a grocery store and I was wearing my BKFC mask and I forgot, you know, I just throw a mask on. And the guy stopped me and he was like, hey, man, that's really cool. I like that. I'm like, I'm like, thanks, man. And I kept walking because I forgot what mask it was. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking it's about, cool. man? He thought you were cool. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a regular mask. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes cool. you feel good with the work yeah, you man. put in. And if you're a current fan, you can see it growing. That should make you feel good, too, because better fights are going to come. That means mm-hmm. as we grow, is everything's going to get so much better as we grow. We're all in this together on yeah, the road up. And but we're ground infants. Floor. We're infants in this game. I know. Can you imagine? Stick that? around. It's going to be a very fun and long journey. I was getting a cheesesteak and I had to get it in my car and I got my seatbelt on. I got my, I'm the same thing. I only think I have my bare knuckles. Social shirt on. distance cheesesteak? Yeah, I guess so. It was good. <laughs> I don't know. It was great. Just they, throw it through the window, man. I, Whiz without. I'll just open my mouth. <laughs> ah. uh, but it, it's, it's interesting because when I wore the shirt, the guy that dropped off, kid, right in the age range, like 20s, mm-hmm. he's like, I love your shirt. And I'm thinking, like, at first, this was a couple months back. I'm like, he must not know it's a bear. He thinks it's another shirt. This is how I'm thinking months ago. And he goes, no, no, I love that stuff. I've been watching it. It's really cool. I just found out about it. He knew what it was, and he's pretty pumped. And that makes you feel so good, man. That makes you feel I really good. I got an idea really fast. What do you, you got know, an idea? Since, I'm, you know, I'm nervous. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna make it really <laughs> I'm gonna make it really quick. I'm gonna make it really quick. 
the next event, next live event that we're at, not in, not in Biloxi, the next event, what we're going to do, we're going to come into town. I'm going to bring $5,000 worth of merchandise, a camera. Me and you are going to go around town and giving out merchandise to anybody that has the app on their phone. So if we come up to you, if we come up to you anywhere and you pull out your phone and you show us that you have uh, the app on your phone, bam, free hat, free T-shirt. I love it. I even hook them up it, with some cash. Well, if they don't have the app, can we force them to download the app it's and then free. give them something free? Yeah, <laughs> no. it's free, man. They don't got to pay for a thing. We have awesome content on it. Yeah, so the next next town that we're in, we're going to go up to uh, go up to some fans or some potential fans. But do you have the BKTV app? There is BKTVapp.com. If they have it, they're going to get hooked up. So make sure that's on your phone. And when we stop you, we can talk everything VKFC. That's yeah, cool. We'll shake By the way, too. Rob, Rob just kind of throws this stuff out there. Has that been approved? I mean, we're going to $5,000 in nah, man, is it cash from my is, pocket. It, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. This is why I get yelled at all the time for doing stuff and saying <laughs> things I shouldn't say. Every time we come off the air, there's something where we're like, why did you? We can't just be giving everything away. But then they I get know. excited because they know we're hooking the fans up. So it ends I, up, lo- I love the fans so much, man. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. That's what makes this job oh my so gosh. worthwhile. Can you imagine? I said this last week, but Knuckle Mania, as awesome as it was, mm-hmm. if that would it was sold out with social distancing and COVID restrictions, if that was sold out, Knuckle Mania, can you imagine what that atmosphere would have been? It was awesome without being sold out because yeah, I mean it was, it was. But, you know. So I, I'm excited to see where we're headed because I know that states are starting to open up. Yep. I know that hopefully soon we'll have more people at the events. And for me, mm-hmm. I came on with you guys at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So I've never been in a full arena like you guys were doing before. And I've seen the, the videos on the BKFC app, by the way, and it's, it's electric. It was, it was sell out crowds. This thing was growing in leaps and bounds and then boom. So it's going to be cool to get fans back in there. I, I know we're excited. We never really stopped having fans. We just had to limit the capacity. Absolutely. For, you know, for safety reasons and with the vaccines that are rolling out now and, you know, uh, things vaccines, are a little bit better. vaccines, huh? Are you going to get vaccinated? Do you think? Um, I'm going to wait on man. It's like the, uh, it's like any first generation system. So any, any tech heads or video game, you know, players out there, any first version of an iPhone or any first version of like a PlayStation or any gaming system in general, there's bugs, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's, you know, quirks about it that, Hey, we didn't know this happened because we didn't get a beta test it long enough. I'm going to, I'm going to wait, man. I'm going to wait, you know, a year or two for, uh, the vaccine to get a little bit more improved because this is an accelerated version. Yeah. Um, not to say it's not safe. I'm not saying that by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there, there's a certain population or older population definitely needs it. They're more susceptible. Yeah, and that's where I'm at with it. I thought mm-hmm. like vaccine wise, I'm not getting it yet because mm-hmm. you know, it's a shortage. I know older people, people with health issues, they yeah. need it. I come here and I get tested nonstop with BKFC. So I know I'm safe. Yeah. My wife's not really going there because we have a newborn. We're inside. We don't do much. So I figured let the people that need it have it first. And I'm the same thing. Look, I mean, if they start like uh, clucking like chickens or something, I know not to get it. Who knows what could happen? Uh, I'm just not, I I appreciated being there for us, but I'm not trying to throw anything in my body that I don't know about yet. And and I hope that at some point I, you know, I'll be a little more educated and I'll get it. I don't know enough about the vaccines, but Hey, if you can get one great and I support you and and I hope this, uh, this, dopey ass pandemic's over with soon. It's it's just everyone stay safe out there. That's all. And that's what we're trying to do. So we have Joe Elmore coming up in just a couple minutes, a, a couple more minutes. I know they're getting ready to come on. We're excited about that. And there's so much we're going to ask. And we talked about this earlier. Don't forget, wild, if you throw uh, in the comments section your question, then we pick your question. You're going to get free BKFC merch. Here's one of them, one of the hats, Heather Gray, Heather as Rob Gray, said. Yep, and we got the and, cream. And the cream color, as Rob yeah. said. So uh, the, the questions that we pick out of the chat, if they're, if they're really good questions, we're going to hook you up with some free merchandise. And uh, I, I, the website, you can always go there to get the merchandise as well. Absolutely. And guess what? I'm going to throw in a special surprise if we pick that oh, guest no. right now. Oh, no. Check this out, man. We are, <laughs> we are not sponsored whatsoever or any kind of affiliation, but Doritos 3D are back. You know, I grabbed like six bags, so we'll send you a bag of <laughs> 3D Dorito as well, man. Can I pull the curtain back a little bit? And last sure. night I was on a conference call with this guy uh, just talking about the show a little bit, and, and one of the people on the conference call said, Hey, I'm at the store walking by, and they mentioned 3D Doritos back out. And you didn't even let him finish this sentence. You're like, pick me up 17 bags. <laughs> like, I think you got a little excited by that. I mean, more like excited. Dude, man, 3D Doritos, man. They're that's, great. That's like the McRib. It's that, like a McRib. once every other year. Everyone loves the McRib. <laughs> Rob has this stock. It's garbage see. food, though, man. It's, it's, it's no good for you. It's not healthy Who cares? It it's good. good. But I just the good. way you reacted to that, I, I I thought you had a child. Like, you were so excited. It was like your, your greatest thing ever happened to you. Brian, I'm, I'm a fat kid in a fat kid's body. <laughs> Well, hey, man, Doritos are definitely good. Just they always make your breath smell. You got to have like a... I know. You a Cool Ranch guy or a nacho cheese guy? I am a Cool Ranch. Oh. Uh, 
Really, I'm Nacho Cheese, man. You we can throw, ask Joe. throw that in the chat. We're going to ask yeah. Joe because we have less than eight days away, BKFC 16 main event, Joe Elmore versus Leonard Garcia, and we have Joe on the phone right now. You never know what's going to happen with this guy. We're excited to have you here, Joe. I think he's in his car or something. What's going on, Joe? Just they always make your breasts smell. You got to have like a... You a Cool Ranch guy or a Nacho Cheese guy? You there, Joe? Oh. Really, I'm not Joe. Joe's talking to somebody. Throw that in the chat. We're trying to get him on because we have less than eight days away. BKFC 16. Joe, you there, buddy? Joe Elmore versus Leonard Garcia. Yeah, I'm here. We have Joe on the phone right now. You never know. All right, Joe. So um, I got some weird feedback in my ear. Hopefully, production can fix that as I'm talking to you. I hear myself talking, but Joe. Uh, we're happy to have you on, man. We were just talking before we even get to the fight. Rob and I were just talking about 3D Doritos, and I know you're in training now, and they're back out, and he's all excited. I mean, he's like pumped about it. It's like the best thing ever happened to him. So if you're a Doritos guy, we want to know, just to start off, are you nacho cheese or Cool Ranch? Can you hear me better now? I can hear you great. You probably just didn't hear anything I said. <laughs> I can hear you great. Can you hear me, Joe? Hello. Live show. I love it. Hey, Joe, how are you? Joe, don't hear nothing, as he says. Joe, oh, I... Look, he's got a car full of people. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, Joe, can you hear us, buddy? Should we take a break and get this situated or something? There we go. There we go. What's up, Joe? Man, doing good. Had to get rid of that audio for you, so it wouldn't be as much feedback. Well, we're glad to have you, Joe. And, you know, um, excited about your fight coming up. And as I was saying before, I know you're in training and stuff, but we just talked about before you came on, uh, Rob's extremely excited about these 3D Doritos that came back out. I mean, way too excited. But we're talking Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese, which one you like. Again, you're in training. You're not eating them now, but when you're not, what are you eating, Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Uh, I used to, I started out Nacho Cheese, but I'm Cool Ranch, but I don't eat anything like that at all, camp or not, no more, to be honest with you. My man. Yeah, it, Rob does. I do, too. But we've seen, if we all took our shirts mm-hmm. off, and so you could tell the two that ate the Doritos, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, oh, yeah. Joe, <laughs> it's always glad to have you on here. We love when you call in. We're excited for your big uh, event coming up, the main event. And uh, I had met you at your first BKFC with Will Chope, where you put him down in one round. And um, I was talking about this story earlier. I got a text message that just said, Joe Elmore, from my friend Chris, with an exclamation point. And that's the way I felt about you, too, when you came on. Uh, I love your intensity. I, I love that you're, uh, please take this with respect, a little bit unhinged. That's a, that's a compliment right now. And I love your fighting style, how you just won't back up. And you have such charisma. So it's glad to have you part of the roster. And I remember talking to you after that fight. And I said, where's your career going? He goes, Joe goes, I, I, it's going to go up to the top, man. I'm going to the top. And I said, well, man, keep doing what you're doing and you go to the top. And now here we are with the main event. How exciting is it to be in the main event at BKFC 16 coming up in eight days? Man, I'm super excited to be honest with you, dude. Like I said, uh, I'm staying, uh, I'm staying uh, pretty busy, dude, uh, uh, on the way to the gym right now. Uh, of course, I got stuck in a little bit of traffic. I got a, a, a guy coming to do the documentary, but really he's just coming to film a spar. I've got all my teammates coming in today. Dude, I've been doing two and three a day. So I'm picking Brandon Maddox up from the uh, Brandon Maddox up from the airport tonight at 1055. Uh, like I said, man, he's a world-class boxer. Just got done fighting white chocolate. Uh, I think it was on Showtime or zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, so I got a good training partner down here with me to work some boxing, some angles. I got my boxing coach living with me, man. Oh, there you go. Wow. Yeah, you know, Joe, you talked about that, uh, your boxing coach living with you. Well, we were talking the other day doing a face-to-face, which is available on the BKFC app, bkfc.com. You want to find out more about that. And you mentioned to us, I don't know if this made the final cut, but you said something about your coach has been living with you for weeks, and he'll come in at like 4.30 in the morning and kick you out of bed if you're not waking up. Is this true? I mean, is, is, were you just joking around? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, what, what, hey I'm going to get him to do it. What would you say, Coach, 5.30 in the morning? What, what's happening? Hey, time to get up. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. So, I'm telling you, Bubba, yeah, that voice is waking up. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll wake you up. Joe, from, from from your first BKFC to this one, how are you approaching? How's your training changed from, you know, uh, your first bout to now this one? Excuse me. Now your third bout. Man, I'm just leveled up, dude. I'm, they're paying mm-hmm. me for my time now, so my time's more valuable, and I can put more into my time. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, I, I, I'm paying to fly. Brandon here. I got my coach here. I got sponsorships. I got enough money to invest in my team. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm training, I'm training hard right now. So you're definitely uh, taking it to a, a whole other level on this bout. A whole other yeah. level. Which I'm, af- I mean, I'm afraid I, of that. Fighting is yeah, my life. Too. Now training is my life and I don't even do this ever. No more. Oh, good. Love that, it, man. Love that thing. hat, Joe. I, it's a great hat. Now, Joe, 
when you talk about training, we talked about this earlier. Um, Leonard Garcia was talking to him yesterday, <coughs> did an interview with him, and he has Tom Schof. I don't know if you're aware of that, who you fought the five rounder with uh, a couple months back. He has them. He has he brought him in for the training camp. So when you hear that kind of thing, first of all, were you aware of that? Oh, yeah, man. Like I said uh, before on another interview, what's he going to do? Bring time in and uh, teach him how to lose? Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if Tom's in there, Tom's a good boxer, so I understand what he's doing. But to be honest with you, uh, I don't have a – I don't, man, I, I ain't a boxer, dude. Uh, I teach boxing, but this is Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. This isn't BareKnuckleBoxing.com. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to, I'm going to fight him. I'm a world-class striker with a lot of power. I set my angles up. So I'm, I'm going to let my coach drive that way. Uh... You, sh- you sure are, man. And, and I love that you wear a seatbelt. Shout out to that too. I saw you un- unlatch it there before you got out. You're a safe guy. You're going to make it to the fight. Where are you going? Were you in the woods somewhere, Joe? Nah, man. Uh, I'm in the middle of Atlanta. I pulled over on a side road so we could get off the highway just so I could uh, make sure I was focused and uh, interviewing. I didn't want to uh, waste any time. You know? yeah, we appreciate that, <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Joe. So let's let's talk more about you as a fighter and and what we've seen out of you. Um, we were watching earlier you tasting your own blood in the ring. You you go in the ring and you become this unhinged madman. It's almost like a like a switch goes off within you. Can you speak more about that? Because if people talk to you, you love the fans. You'll hang out with them. But then in the ring, you're this. It, it's it's another level. It's not just a fighter. You're another level. How does that happen? How does that switch go off to make you hit that level? Man, I say it every single time. But I'm a passionate dude, man. Uh, uh, I got a lot of love in my heart. And one thing that I feel as a man, I was raised like a man, man. You know what I'm saying? I build my own, I burn my own, I, I do all my own. You know what I mean? So for me, it's I'm protecting the ones that love me, the ones that have invested in me. So when I'm fighting, dude, it's easy, man. I'm not going to go down, man. My wife, my son, my family, my investors, my people, everybody's there at my gym. They all believe in me. So, yeah, man, I'm fighting for them, dude. Not bad for mine. So when I'm out there, I have no fear. I feel adrenaline. I get pumped up, and I just I love life too, man. So I'm having fun doing something I love. Joe, we were just we're showing clips. You can't see it, but of the Tom Show fight, they're showing your face now. It's all all swollen. And you had told me a story, and I tried to reiterate this earlier. We'll make sure I'm telling you correctly that you bit a piece of your tongue off in the Tom Show fight. Can you tell us where that happened and how it happened? Ah, uh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, geez. Okay, you look like Gene Simmons over there. It's Joe Simmons, the Joe Show here. Look, I love bro, it. Uh, it's a scar. I mean, that's the third time I've done that shit. <laughs> what? I, uh, what human yeah, being says that? <laughs> So, I, uh, so where, where, <laughs> seriously, where does it, where did it happen in the fight? Can you, can you, uh, the round or so we can okay, look for it? So, um, yeah, there was a, um, in the second round, uh, there was a, a uppercut. Uh, I went and, uh, uh, I went to hit him with a straight and I kind of landed it, but he landed an uppercut. And, uh, if you watch during the fight, there's a scene, you can see where I go over to my, my corner, I believe it's the end of the second round. So it happens somewhere right there and I stick my tongue out. And they'll do this to the camera. And my coach is like, put your fucking tongue back in your mouth. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, I'm good, which I was just showing you, you know, like, <laughs> so I, I was having to hide my tongue. But I was afraid of them. Like, I didn't know if they stopped the fight or think my tongue was hanging off. Or, so that, but, uh, Joe, yeah. that, that happened in the second round. And you but made it all the way to the rounds. end of the fight. Wow. That's Hell insane. Yeah. So is, is it truth to the rumor, too, that uh, somebody had said they'd seen you in the locker room afterwards? Because you were out, like, taking pictures. I saw, but I didn't see this part. You had a, a piece up here in your head. You are pushing it back in with your finger? Okay, so I went <laughs> to the back. Uh, Hector Lumbar was getting ready for his fight. Okay. Dude, he was jumping up and down in the hallway like, hit man, nobody does it like you. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, man. I got, I got to wipe the blood out of my head, man. I'm, I'm bleeding all over my face. So I went in the bathroom, and I grabbed the paper towel, and I was dotting this eye. And as I did it, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh, shit, man. Some of the toilet paper got stuck in my eye. Ooh. And I went to fucking jerk it out. And I realized, as I did, I was like, ah. It was a white nerve, like a little worm. Oh, 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 man. That makes you do this shit right here. It was hanging oh. out like a little fucking, it looked like a tapeworm. Oh. So I was like, yeah, yeah. dude. Tapeworm. I could go to the hospital. But my whole family flew in. And I was like, no way I'm missing this fucking after party. My family's here. I'm going to wait. Dr. Kamosi said he would uh, sew me up in the back, and he's like a world-renowned plastic yeah. surgeon anyway. Yeah. So I would rather that than some emergency room high school kid fresh <laughs> out the point, you know, <laughs> sewing my face up. So 
So I just tucked it back in my eye and then kind of like squeezed it together and so it wouldn't be hanging out. And I went Joe. to my white cloth party. Well, they didn't have white cloth there, so we had, I had to drink shots. But I, I don't, I don't Joe, Joe. Cloth. <laughs> there, there's no one like you when you when you tell these stories a tapeworm the guy says coming out of his yeah. eye it felt like uh i, I wonder that the tom show fight you were pretty beat up you look great now but was that one of the hardest fights of your career would you say that we took the most damage now jordan Rinaldi beat my ass one time too man uh he held me down and wrestled me because he was scared to stand up when we, in my mma career and uh, uh i actually went to the app party with a pink scarf and ice on my face with my wife i had a knot look like somebody stuffed a softball on my forehead from where he held me down and elbow i don't quit dude i don't go to sleep so i know you don't i mean i'll take an ass whooping and take that one shot all the way if i take my ass whooping all the way to the end and i hit him with one good overhand at the last second then uh yeah it's over so that was one but that definitely was the toughest fight uh boxing stand-up i ever had well do you foresee uh, the main event coming up in about eight days bkfc 16 leonard garcia bad boy a legend a fight that you've asked for repeatedly now you have it do you see because you're, you're almost mirror images of each other you're going to come you guys are gonna be like two freight trains collide and throw in a barn burner as they call it <clears throat> do you think this fight could create more damage for you or, or where do you see this fight ending like what round Nah, man, you know, uh, I literally told my coach got so pissed at me, guys, because that last fight, I told him, I was like, man, I need a fight of the year. I need to go out here because I knocked that wheelchair open. and I got a lot of hype from it. But I was like, they don't think I can go out here and fucking fight. So I, I need to go out here and fight, man. I want to uh, put on a bloodbath, coach. And he's like, no, no, we're not, Bubba, no, we're not. But I, I felt it in my soul. I had a dream about it. And like I said, I, they're talking about this being my destiny. But I literally have had, like, signs come or dreams and and this fight, I dreamed I knocked him out. My coach is calling 45 seconds first round. 45 seconds. Uh, that's what my coach said. He said he had a dream. It's 45 seconds in the first round. I've, 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 I've seen it in the first and second round. Uh, I know there's a possibility because I have to imagine in the back of my head, my coach is going to smack me for saying this too, that there's a possibility that it could be another five-round bloodbath. But I've been my boxing. I, I hear the coach. I can hear I your coach yell hell no in the background. I told him hell a head movement, man. And uh, I'm going to prove boxer and I can go out there and miss damage and still knock him out with one punch. So yeah, man, uh, like I said, I'm world class. I'm going to show y'all a whole different side. Every fight's different. That's why you're so entertaining. You can't train for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. I won FX Tough Man Contest in 2001. Uh, uh, 1997, I was, I mean, I grew up boxing, gymnastics. So I go out there and I use all my skills, angles, movements, power. What a dream too. Joe, where do, where does that come from? Where does this never give up, never quit attitude come from, man? You I, you've got a lot of passion. It doesn't look like you're you don't back off, you never quit. Where 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 does that originate from? I I, I, I say I got bullied, but I didn't get bullied growing up, man. I was just four foot eleven, 103 pounds my freshman year in high school. And I was goofy. I have a, a mental disability. I'm ADHD to the extreme. I, I stem, I, I close my eyes. That's why I, I stick my I'm not when I fight. A lot of, I don't ever talk about that to nobody, but but through fighting and martial arts, man, I, it's like my violin. It's my musical instrument. I literally, people love me and respect me because of it. I have love and respect for others because of it. It's, uh, it's my music. So I, I literally just, I love everything about it. I love the announcers, the friends I make, the the fans, you know, everything. I'm, I'm at peace. War puts me at peace. It's like my special place. So, yeah, I, I love it. I just love it. It's, it's what makes me love me. That's a great way to look at it. Uh, uh, that's what makes the fans love you too. Uh, the Joe show. That's the, Joe yeah, show. the Joe show. And also, you know, as we yeah, get ready to take some fans questions, they're putting them in the chat. We'll take a fan question or two and they could win one of these awesome BKFC hats. But I, I saw Chris Lytle. He was talking about you and he was talking about uh, you and your wife and what a team you are. Uh, your wife stands behind you. I feel like your wife is in the fight with you at ringside sometime. Is that, is that correct to say? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, she's been in my corner. Uh, my, that's my wife. That's my corner. I mean, she evaluates and watches my, she, you know, she keeps up with everything. She makes every morning my, my clothes are laid out on the stairs. My, my old gym stuff is forced. It, it is a team and a unit. Mm -hmm. and, and she does this being a full-time teacher. Wow. She's been nominated wow. teacher of the year twice, got teacher of the year here. She's a STEM director. She's on the finance team for that. So she's balancing and juggling and doing this, helping me chase my dreams. But I mean, that's my best friend, dude. Uh, so, that's the way it should be. Uh, we're gonna be champions should be. together. The reason I, the reason I 
do all this and stay pretty and keep entertaining y'all. Staying pretty. You know I'm yeah, I'm, hey, if I got to be a king, she's a queen, and my queen's going to be a queen. Absolutely. And, and, and Joe, you, you guys sound like a great team. How difficult, or has she ever asked you to throw in the towel? Has it gotten a little bit too much? Is, is, it must be difficult to see your loved one get into these after wars. After Shof, yeah. right? Even after Shof, she had to be thinking that. Uh-uh. No, she's just like you, no quit. That show fight. Look, my, my, wife, my wife come up, she, eh. <laughs> There's times, man, when, whenever I got underpaid I've seen it. Uh, in, in MMA, and, 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 and I was like, babe, I don't know if I'm going to do this no more. I, just don't, it's, I lost my passion and my love for it. And she looked at me and go, I haven't invested in my whole life. We've been doing this 12 years together. I, you know, we started 187 Management. That's Miss 187, and I'm Mr. 187. We've done everything together. And, uh, no, nah, when I think about quitting, I think about her. She was the one in the audience I looked at during that time show fight when I, one more. <laughs> she was pissed at that ref. Like, my wife will look at the dude and stare him in the face. I'm nice to him. But uh, Kenner Garcia ain't going to be able to look at my wife till after that damn fight. So, hey, I'm telling you, she's going she gonna to mean bug him. Yeah, you guys definitely are the terrible twosome. So we have some fan yeah, questions, yeah. Joe, that we want to get to. And we promised uh, the fans that we, if we pick your questions, we're going to hook you up with one of the hats. So they have to DM us for that, correct? Yep. All right, so the first fan question I have here on my phone, uh, it's from Jillian. Uh, Mr. Elmore, you got a good bar fight story or, or have you ever been in a good brawl or both, like outside the ring? Look, man, I, I grew up uh, in the country. Sometimes <laughs> me and my friends would beat the shit out of each other for fun. We, we, we wouldn't have nobody that was fighting each other in Dyer County, Lake County. So we just put on those Walmart boxing gloves where you can feel the knuckle through the nylon strings. And, and uh, we beat the crap out of each other. Cut that line on for me, Bubba. And, uh, yeah, man, so uh, I come from a place like that. My friends, I was the enforcer growing up, to be honest with you. My friends, whenever they would want to fight, they would always know that I was going to win these so unfortunately, I, I, I don't fight in public no more. But yeah, there are a couple bars. All right, and we gotta go back out. We gotta go back out. I, go I back feel. Out. I feel like. Yep, I feel like we're starting to get a little choppy with Joe. That that was a good answer. And you know, I I would not want to meet Joe, especially if he's the enforcer. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. What an enforcer I, to have. Joe, if I ever spilled spilled your beer, I'd buy you a round, buddy. Trust me, man. <laughs> See, buddy, knocked over his chocolate milk in high school. You'd be done for. Uh, so uh, that was a great question from, from, from the fans. Do we have any more questions from the fans we're going to get to? Because I think, I, it, I think Joe's going to train. Joe, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we'll just hook somebody else. With, oh, we have one more? Okay. Let's, I'm waiting for the next uh, fan question to pop there because I don't know what it is. But Joe's getting ready to train. Again, in about eight days away, BKFC 16, he takes on Leonard Bad Boy Garcia. It is going to be just, just a brawl. They're going to beat the living crap out of each other. And they both have said it. They both said they're not going to back up. They both said they're going to come. So, I mean, I'm this excited for it. You're not going to want to miss. It's on the BK, BKFC.com, BKTV app. Do you have I any more questions? Sorry about that. Yeah, I believe production is going to throw us up one more question from a fan. We're going to get to it in a split second. Well, as we wait to get to it, uh, Joe, I mean, as far as the fight, uh, if Leonard is watching right now, I'd like to do this, uh, or maybe even just speak to the fans. I, I've asked this before, but I always like to see what you say. Why should they get the app and why should they sit down and take the time to watch this card where you're main eventing? Man, because, I mean, like I said, if people want to see knockout, people want to see blood, that's what we both come for, man. That dude's got more fight of the nights than anybody in the world. And y'all don't know me yet, but y'all are starting to learn. I ain't going to come out without a fight of the night or knockout of the night. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to die in there and die for what I love. You know what I'm saying? I, I literally go out there and I'm going to war. So, yeah. Well, we're, we're excited to watch you go to war. And Joe, you know, um, as we look more and examine what you've done in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, the fans are super excited and they keep asking questions. Uh, we're going to get one of them up on the screen in just a minute. And Joe, I know you have to get to training, but before you go, uh, as far as training, is there anything special you've been doing to prepare for Leonard Bad Boy Garcia? Man, training, 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 eating right, living right, training right, everything, everything. I've done everything. I possibly can do to train for Leonard Garcia. So that's a great answer. Uh, next question comes from Joshua. Joshua, you get a free hat for this question. DM us. Uh, we want to know, what is your fantasy BKFC matchup? Now, I don't know if he means fantasy, like who do you want to fight or what fight would you like to see? Any fighter. Yeah. Any fighter. Me? I'm pretty excited to... Uh, uh, see uh, uh the heavyweight uh bout and how that turns out man hmm. uh, uh honestly i want to see uh what shoemaker does next uh i want to see how that that ties up with joey beltron 
And uh, so I'm excited, excited for putting that one together. And we're excited to see you, BKFC 16, just days away, eight days away. Main event, Joe Elmore versus De- uh, Leonard Bad Boy Garcia. And like we said, it's going to be insane. So we're looking forward to it. Thanks for your time, Joe, the Joe Show. And I'm glad you look like you're going to train. You're not going to punch yourself in the head today, are you? No, no, I got I got plenty of people punching me in the face right now. I can't. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to hit myself in the face. <laughs> All right, man. You you go train, and it was a pleasure to have it on here. Always love having Joe Elmore on. The, Thanks, it turned Joe. into the Joe Show here. It was awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, sorry that. For the, uh, sorry for the sorry for the complications, but man, I love you guys. Y'all tune in, man. We appreciate it. Love Thank you, you for too, your time, Joe. Joe. Thank you. BKFC.com. You want to check out the app? You definitely need to grab it. I mean, you can hear, you can see the passion in that man. So he's going to bring that passion to the fight as he always does. And, and Leonard Garcia, same thing. They're yeah. like mirror images of each other. It's, it's going to be an incredible fight. BKFC 16, eight days away. I'll say it one more time. BKFC.com. Grab that app or you can go to BK, excuse me, BKTVapp.com. Uh, either way, just get the app. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be live on the app. We're going to be showing the prelims. Did we talk about that? I don't think we should. No, we didn't that. talk about that yet. Two free fights on the prelims on the YouTube channel starting at 7 p.m. This fight's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. No, that's going to be incredible because it gives you a sampling of the show. So if you're a first-time BKFC fan, you can see what to expect, and you're going to want to order it. You're going to want to get the yeah, app, it's gonna and be it's, it's the thing to do. So we're excited about that coming up. Actually, I, I don't know. If we do a show next week, we'll be coming to you live from the event. So it, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm pumped. Uh, after Knuckle Mania coming off that amazing event, yeah. I mean, what can we do now? What's coming next? That's what you're going to have to tune in to watch. But uh, as far as watching right here, we appreciate it every week. We appreciate your support, and we feel like we're kind of developing some kind of family here with the comments section. Yeah. The yeah, angry big brothers that make fun of us, the people that love us, it's all here, and we appreciate it. And, Rob, I think that we should end this with a Tiger Life toast because we love our Tiger Life. That's what keeps me fueled up, and there's no crash. There really isn't. That's, that's the only energy drink that I'll even drink. That's yeah, it. so uh, unfortunately, I drank all of <laughs> The other day, I drank all of the sugar. Uh, Tiger Life, I don't drink the sugar-free because I just don't like sugar-free anything. Uh-huh. But I will cheers to you on this. Cheers to BKFC 16, Joe Elmore versus Garcia, and the whole event. And we'll see you eight days away. BKTV after BKFC 16. Until then, thank you and knuckle up.